To Tin Foil Hat, I'm Sam Tripoli. You know who I am. You know what I'm here to do. Join me as always, the one and only XG. Okay. Uh, how are you, bud? Good, good. Good, good. Uh, we're back in the studio. It's good to be back. Uh, 2019, you know, the first one, I think. First one, 2019. And uh, we're. I promise you guys this. The amount of feedback and love this show has been, go- been getting is unbelievable. And I take that responsibility very serious and i'm working as hard as i can to bring you the best guests that we can with the most information we can so uh please you know uh join us on this journey because 2019 uh, we're gonna go big dude a lot of amazing things are going on guys i'm going to be in morris plains new jersey at tiff's ale and grill house okay slash chuckle hut uh come on man (laughs) Yeah, it's called the Chuckle Hut. I'm not excited about that. i got to be honest with you. I'm not really excited about it. But it is a place to play. And tickets are already selling, man. So go grab your tickets now. You can just go to samtriplee.com or just put in Google Sam Tripoli, uh, uh Tiff's Allen Grill Play, and boom, you'll get the tickets. Grab them now. It will be an hour of power. T-shirts. Yes, you've been wanting t-shirts. They are available. Look into it. Eddie Bravo, Sam Tripoli is all available on tinfoilhatpodcast.com. Dates, everything, episodes. Go there. Check it all out. You can uh, get in there, leave some comments, and everything like that. What else do we got to put? the Patreon. Oh, the Patreon's been killing, man. We got a really good one. We broke down. Um, we just basically... Uh, we broke down some of the weed business last night. I got two episodes coming out this week. You guys seem to enjoy the one with my father. We're working really hard on that, and I'm working hard on getting the YouTube rocking as well. So amazing thanks on everything, everything. I'm trying to set up some shows locally to get XG on stage. He's been doing some stand-up, so we'll hopefully put up him and drop a little truth bombs. Let's do it. Because we know Mexicans love conspiracies, dude. I don't know what it is. They're wonderful people. We don't believe anything they tell us. Guys, uh, I'm so excited to kick off the new year with this show. Uh, I've been wanting to do this topic for a very long time. Everyone's scared. Everyone's, I don't know what it is, man. Nobody knows anything about it. I, I, I try to hit around. and So I, I put out feelers to everybody, and they're like, oh, try this guy. And the person will be like, I don't know anything about it. You know, Greg Carlwood from one of our favorite shows here, uh, the um, Higher Side Chats, was like, I know one guy who knows something. And if I'll try to get him on, and he did an email, and this guy was nice enough to come on. Please welcome straight out of uh, Philly. He's got a book he wants to tell us all about. Ross Ben, everybody. How are you, dude? Thankful. Thankful. How are y'all? I'm doing well, man. I really love your energy, dude. I really, I'm really excited about this. Um, can you tell us a little bit about your book real quick? Well, it's called Great Mystery Philadelphia, An Urban Act of Magic. And it's really a look at uh, this city and what's encoded in the art, architecture, archetype symbols. Uh, looks at 
Philadelphia's place in history, mystery, and prophecy. And it holds a lot of, which, you know, a lot of keys to the past and the future, as well as like a lot of the present realities we're looking at uh, today. The mystery of it can be solved right here in Philadelphia, you know, the Philadelphia experiment uh, being a big foundation of the time manipulation a lot of people are becoming aware of through the so-called Mandela effect and uh, you know just the past where does history and prophecy converge as far as the history you know quote unquote history of America right here in Philadelphia so oh, yeah. what- a lot of symbolism I was out there I did a club out there we did the tinfoil hat show at the punchline out there, which is a wonderful club. I love Philly. It's you definitely feel the texture of that town when you get yeah, there. I mean, everything is like you're like this has been around forever. A bunch of old buildings yeah. and shit. All gorgeous. I mean, gorgeous like craftsmanship, man. And you look in there's so much symbolism of like secret societies and all that stuff. And you could definitely feel the magic in Philadelphia. Yeah, man. Yeah. So. That's what we're penetrating, you know, and and revealing, <laughs> decoding for the people. So, Well, we got to have you on talk about that for sure on another episode, man. I, by the way, I've talked to you for five minutes. I feel I could listen to you talk for, like, eternity, dude. I, I You have a wonderful vibe, man. It's been, I'm really happy you're on the show. Yeah, man. Well, give thanks for the uh, platform and the opportunity to expand, you know, the message. You are a cool you're a cool cat, my friend. So I'm very excited. I've been wanting to do this episode for a while, and it is the subject of black nobility, mm. um, which to me is like when you hear about this, you're like, oh, man, this is so interesting. What You think more people would know about the black nobility and, and the history of the black nobility, but there's almost like that's how powerful they are that you don't know about them. They always say mm. that, man. The richest people in the world – uh, you don't know who they are. Like Jeff Bezos is the richest guy they'll let you know about. Mm. You know? <clears throat> what are your thoughts on the black nobility? Well, they are the hidden hand behind a lot of the, you know, visible manifestations that what we see. They do have ancient roots, you know, uh, going back to Babylonian and, uh, you know, aspects of Kemetic or Egyptian history, you know, certain uh, orders within the Nile Valley, particularly the priesthoods of Ptah and Set within Kemet or, or, or Egypt, you know. And uh, I think it was a related order of Ptah, either Kanum, which is uh, within the Memphite cosmology, because Ptah was the, the priesthood of Ptah was centered in Memphis or Menephor, Kemet, Egypt, you know? Wow. Uh, it's a related order that founded Babylon, what we know of Babylon, 
that kind of evolved into the neoclassic Babylon of Nebuchadnezzar, you know, and their legacy is Greece and Rome. You know, Greece and Rome is reincarnated uh, Babylon. Yes, 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 yes. So these guys are like the old, I don't know, I mean, I could be wrong, but I was always led to believe that they were somewhat of the... uh, they're the old banking families from like season, like Roman days. Like that's how long they've been around and they've been the power structure. And you're even saying it's even farther than that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the banking families, particularly the Rothschilds, because that when you say banking family, that's who's usually who you think of. They are the uh you know, they are the bankers of the Vatican. Yeah. Yeah. Those that wear the red shield. That's what their name means. But I don't think they're of the highest order. Oh, really? No. No. I think one of the highest families one can look into is the Hohenlohe family. What? I've never even heard of them. The what? Ho Hen Lohe. Who are they? Ho Hen Lohen. Fuck. Well, they were. Uh, they were aristocratic family of Germany that lost their land, their their uh, you know, like land rights. In the Game of Thrones. Yeah. But kept their hereditary titles and uh, power within, you know, that whole noble power structure of Europe. Right, right, right. And I think that is the family name of, like, Pindar. You know, that 13th family. You know how them say there's 13, yeah. uh, 13 bloodlines spawned by Pindar? Uh, I think that is the family's name uh, from my research. And I think that the, the spawning of that uh, like branch of this bloodline we're talking about... Yes. It's kind of recent in history, and it occurred in the kingdom of Bohemia around the uh, 1300s at a place called Hauska Castle. What? You got to look, your people got to research Hauska Castle, H-O-U-S-K-A. But I think that is the place where what you would call like the penis of the dragon, (laughs) where these uh, where you might say uh, what underworld. Are you talking lizard people, dude? Yeah, exactly. Yes. (laughs) From, uh, you know, from what the ancient Kemites called Amenta or the underworld, uh, what in classical greek mythology is tartarus you know hades 
that uh yeah they spawned them families at Houska Castle and the head bloodline ended up being the Hohenlohes. From my from what I've looked at, right, when so when you look at the Windsor family, the House of Windsor, right? Yeah. It's like most of the tribute of the world goes to them. Right? Right. Can you explain to our listeners the House of Windsor real quick? Well, that's who uh the, the royal the, the royal family in London. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, Queen Elizabeth and Oh, who is she? Queen, is that, is that who she is? Yeah, it's, it's Queen Elizabeth right now. Yeah, 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 right now. So You're right? All of them, like the queen of the world, basically, right? Most of the tributes in the world go to her. From what I have seen, there's only one family that she breaks off and supports, and that's the Hohenlohes. The Hohenlohes, man! Aaron, have you ever even heard of the Hohenlohes? That's how powerful they are that you you don't even know who they are. That's unbelievable, dude. Fuck. That's all lizard people. It's, I'm talking about it, dude. It's the, lizard people. And they're then, green. Yeah, well, they're green, but they're also like, you know, that, you know, the more and more we research into the Vatican, the more and more we see symbolism of like, lizards and stuff like that like all that crazy stuff that goes on in there uh do you know do you have any thoughts on like the black pope you know uh that power structure within the because like we talk about who you talk about pindar pindar is the guy who everyone believes is the head uh lizard in charge right he's supposedly the top of the uh the food chain Komodo dragon yeah he is top dog he's godzilla Right. Right? Like right. he's the top guy and everybody below him is is uh you know his uh, descendants and then we just get into what is the power structure of this world order. Like who what who we have Pindar at the top if you want if that's what you want to get into Pindar at the top then who goes down there? A lot of people think the Rothschilds are just desk jockeys for the black nobility. Right, that includes you know the Vatican, the Jesuits. I guess you could throw the House of uh, you know the royal family in on that, and that they use the Rothschilds as a sort of um, boogeyman, like a cover up. Like you know, it's like we talked about this before on the show, but you know, Russia kicked out the Rothschild-owned banks, and the, the population of Russia cheered. But they're still part. Of the Bank of International Settlements, which is the company, which which is the corporation that runs all the centralized banks. So symbolically, he got rid of the quote unquote bad guys, but not really. But not really. So, yes. right? Yes. Well, what you'll see when you really look at this thing is that they use. Uh, Polarized power systems. Okay. So uh, you have royal bloodlines, which, you know, fill the seats of thrones, you know, like uh, kingdoms and queendoms, right? Right, right, right. I gotcha. But then you also have the Vatican power structure of priests and popes. And, you know, 
their dominions and they kind of work on a global level, kind of like how, in theory, Democrat and Republican is supposed to work, you know? Oh, I, get, I get what you're but saying. Each, but each power structure has its hierarchy, right? And uh, protocols. So when you talk about the black pope, who is basically the head of the Jesuit order. Yes, right? yes. The uh, army of Jesus, uh, soldiers of Jesus. You're really talking about Pope Francis now, you know, the black pope and I guess the white pope are one now because Pope Francis is head of the Jesuit order, you know. Are you aware of that? No, I I mean, there was this one. Now, the guy that's in charge of that is supposedly uh, he's called Superior General of the Society of Jesus. That is who the black pope that is his official title. And there is an argument that he is, in fact, the most powerful man on the planet. Right. But that's what Pope Francis was before he became the current pope. Really? Yeah. So he moved from black pope to white pope. So Exactly. That sounds like an American thing. Exactly. Well, you know, you got to remember the context in which he came to office. Oh, you're right, man. There's a new there's a new pope. The incumbent one is this Art who's this Arturo Sosa? The yeah. guy who everybody thought was the dude or I did, excuse me, is Adolfo Adolfo Nicolas 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 you know who looks like everybody's grandpa from a 1970s photo right he looks like <laughs> yeah, every dude right, right <laughs> so now there's this new guy Arturo Sosa he's the 31st right yeah it's so interesting but within this black nobility every, almost every pope has come from this group of whether it's 13 families of descendants of Pindar? They well, are. no, well, that's, uh, no, well, now the Jesuit order was not necessarily seeding the papal bloodlines. You had, that's, that's what I was saying. So you have some within the papal hierarchy that come from like the house of Aldebrini the House of Borgia, the House of Orsini. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The House of, uh, uh, is it um, Media? Let me see. Uh, Medici. Right? Yes. So you had, you know, you got those families, you got those bloodlines that are like papal bloodlines. Right? But then you got, uh, the royal bloodlines, the bloodlines that are, you know, traditionally putting up kings and queens in different territories around the planet. Right. They do intermix, but they're distinct from the Jesuit order, where Jesuits, from my, what I've been able to piece together is the what you would call the crypto judaic or crypto jew 
presence in the Vatican. Uh, you know, those of like uh, uh, Jews from the, that were like kind of hooked up with Rome. Right. Money, the money merchants of Rome that uh, it was just more advantageous for them to kind of convert to Catholicism. But then they wanted to be able to have influence within the Vatican. So that's that's what I've been able to put together as far as who are the Jesuits, ultimately, you know. Uh, is there any Kazarians involved in the in this group of uh, you know um, the old Kazarian mafia? Right. Well, Kazar. Kazar. Okay. Yeah, Kazar didn't really become a nation until about 800, 870 AD. And uh, I, I think the Kazarians, well, you know, biblically, how they're like what you call Ashkenazi, right? Right. When you look up who is Ashkenaz, in the Bible, it's obvious that Ashkenaz is not Israel, right? They're children of Japheth from Gomer, Gog and Magog. These are like people who really don't have a good place in prophecy, you know? I get what you're saying, for sure. Ashkenaz is Gog and Magog, and, you know, as far as like who they are as a bloodline. And I think they are kind of being used and manipulated in history. Uh, I don't think real power rests with them. Uh, yeah, that's that's my thoughts on Kazar. Well, because the whole thing about it's not a typical perspective. Yeah, but you know. Well, it's your perspective, and I I want to hear it, and I love it. Uh, there's a whole discussion of that. Uh, Kazaria, is that how you pronounce it? Was yeah. um, was just like this this very tr- war tribal nation, and they didn't get along with anybody around them. And this is where the the whole um, Russia scare comes from. You know, uh, in that Russia and a couple countries around them kind of went to war with this country defeated them and that they were told right there. It's like, you can no longer practice your, your uh, religion, which is associated now with the dark arts. The dark arts are kind of what, what we hear of today, which is, you know, war for profit, uh, you know, uh, interest on loans, uh, the, the dark arts of, uh, you know, Child sex trafficking is supposedly a big part of their what this this nation was associated with, and that you know Russia came in and dropped the hammer, and that is where this hatred for Russia and a lot of the shit that's going on with the cabal, the deep state, or whoever you want to call them that are in charge of a lot of these you know you know Nazis, all those people that kind of are associated with this group of people. That's, uh, you know, very powerful people practice like witchcraft, dark arts, or whether it's the um, it's the worshiping of Saturn, which is a very common theme that happens in a lot of these older religions and stuff like that. Um, 
So let's get in. I want to get into the black nobility uh, through Rome, uh, how they got their name. Do you know how they got their name? Well, from Rom, Romulus and Remus. That's, you know, what the tradition says. Yeah. So. Uh, I'll go ahead. No, go on. I, I, can you explain that to our, our listeners so uh, we could we kind of get an understanding of what that exactly means? Uh, who Rom and who? Remus, Romulus and Remus were what they say Aeneids. They were refugees from the Trojan War who had fought on the side of Aeneas and lost and had to seek refuge on the Italian peninsula. And Romulus founded the city of Rome in his name. I did yeah. not know that. Holy cow. Yeah. But uh, he was a wild boy. You know, they, uh, they, they got the women of Rome through tricking their neighbors, the Sabines, and inviting the men to a feast and went and stole all their women. You know, and that's some, how. Sounds some like Game of Thrones shit. Yeah, right, for <laughs> sure. Yeah, well, yeah, so he was a wild boy, and it kind of <laughs> did set the foundation of corruption that, you know, Rome is known for, you know? Oh, yeah. I mean, like, the, you know, they say with the Nazis, they say with Rome that Rome, um, that the Roman Empire never really crumbled. It just kind of reorganized itself through this bank you know these italian banking families that right. they kept all the the power and like they just they have their hands in everything you know if you look at uh, the united states and uh, all the uh centralized banks you know like eight families own the biggest shares of all those banks and those eight families own the biggest shares of every single fortune 500 company i want to go to their family reunion Dude, you, you wouldn't fuck. even be allowed, dude. <laughs> right? I mean, there's like... Hey, the, you, hey you think you want to go there, but... Yeah, man. <laughs> Those yeah. eyes wide shut parties don't end well for people like us, dude. Exactly. You know? Yeah, you end up in a video. You end up being in some weird shit, running for your life, like Ice-T in that one movie, man. You know? So it's <laughs> like, it's all that. I mean, dude. And, he, you know, these are just psychopaths who breed psychopaths. They traumatize uh, a, their kids. It's in their DNA. It's in their DNA. Well, it's also like, encouraged and trained, dude, so that they keep this thing going. It's a very dark thing to keep going, this power base within, like, you know, the Roman Catholics. I mean, like, look how powerful the Jesuits are. I mean, how many of these guys go to jail for all this kid stuff that they're doing? Not a lot, man. That Pence guy? None of them, dude. He I mean, like, Sandusky did because it... You know, it, it it got too big. They had to throw some. Oh, but so many of these you people. You saw the guy that got killed, right? Yeah, good for him. Yeah, he you know, fuck, how what, what, how did it go look down? At, look at how we're trained in this country to like brush off child molestation, dude. Like everybody says they're into it, into like fighting it, but how many actually people like demand change? Not a lot. Mm. Penn State didn't lose one minute of football time. 
It's America. It's football. Well, it's just like, well, I mean, like when people say they care about the kids, not a minute, dude, not a minute. And it's just like that. some dark stuff is going on there. So it's like at the highest levels of this, you know, the Jesuits and, you know, the 13 families, like who runs everything? I, I don't think there's one group that runs anything. I think it's all these people. And these black nobility people who go back all the way back to the founding of Rome, to Greece. You think these families have like a structure? Yeah, of like course, fully, man. Like the Rothschilds, they handle this bullshit. These oh, fools handle this bullshit. Dude, they use the Rothschilds as, in my opinion, as the boogeyman. Yeah. They're already, That's really my Their opinion. name's already burnt. Might as well just fucking well, keep adding shit yeah. to it. And then everybody focuses on them. Nobody looks at what's going on here. Nobody looks at the Roman Catholic Church and uh, and all the hands they... I mean, they got their hands in everything, dude. I mean, there was a, like... What was the Treaty of 1290, I think it was, or 1310 or something like that, where like the royal family signed their everything over to the Catholic Church. So there's an argument that they own everything. I mean, the Roman Catholic Church. I mean, the Vatican, City of London. These are like these are cities that are part of no. That's a country. It yeah. has its own rules. Yeah. It's not even a city. It's, Sovereign it's, nation. Yeah, it's, yeah you, they can't even go in there. So, what do you think happens? So, you have the white pope who does like the PR and waves and hot hands <laughs> and kisses babies, while the black pope is making all like the like the real deal stuff, make, calling the shots. You know, I mean, can you run the world or is it just like, is it just these, these groups to get together and everybody just gets their peace? Well, you have to remember that uh, a lot of the colonial powers were vested by the Vatican to uh, conquer the lands that they did. And because their vestment came from the Vatican, they had to pay tribute. So who is going to manage all of that loot, booty, finance, (laughs) resource coming in, right? It can't be the vicar. It can't be the one who is supposed to be our bridge between earth and God. So it has to be a next man in charge of that. And that, that's what the Jesuit order was all about. Oh, man. Jesuit order was founded as the bodyguards of the Pope. That's, you know, that's kind of the root of it. Ignatius Loyola, who was actually a Moor and probably a crypto Jew from, from Spain, right? Uh, yeah, he, you know, he, he founded the order as saying like, yeah, we'll give the Pope, we're the army of Jesus. We'll give you protection. We'll also go out in the different colonies and territories that, you know, we've recently acquired and, you know, make sure we get our cut. (laughs) So that's, that's. You know, that's the root of the Jesuit order. You know, it's not, and that's not, uh, oh, that's not unknown that's, in the history. That's, you know, 
So interesting, dude. So these crypto Jews, which is a technical term, we're not like <laughs> saying slurs here. This is what they're called. And basically, they were brought in. They were uh, they basically present themselves as Catholics, but practice Judaism. And that and that is the Jesuits, for the most part. Or- well. Uh- they're more than that, but that is their root. That is their Crypt, root. You yeah. said crypto Jew? Yeah, dude. That sounds like just a... By the way, it, so many great with their Bitcoin. names, dude. The name, the name to look up is Ignatius Loyola. Oh, I'm going to try, dude, to spell <laughs> that, but good luck. Like Loyola. Okay. Like Loyola. Oh, yeah, Loyola. yeah, yeah. With an A. Loyola. Loyola. Okay. What am I looking at? There's the schools. What, am I, what should I put? Loyola. Loyola, what order? Ignatius. Igna- yeah. No, his last name was. Loyola. I got it. Ignatius. Bam. Yes, Found we got it. it. Found Pow. it. Pow. Pow. Ignatius of Loyola. Wow. Man. Yeah, he's, he's got a painting. Same. He doesn't even have a picture of himself. Yeah, they're a- bad. Well, he's old, man. I mean, it's like he's from a different time. He's from yeah. the 1500s, dude. They Fuck. didn't have. They didn't have. Instagram. Well, back then. <laughs> and, and another reason you're not going to find a lot of pictures of him because, like I said, he was also a Moor. Yeah, and the Moors whooped up on uh, uh, on the Italians. Yes, but that you know they tend to erase that those types of history. You so know? weird, right? Yes. Oh, the Pope, uh, the Jesuits served as Pope as missionaries. They're bound by a vow of special obedience to the sovereign pontiff in regards to the missions. Okay. That's so interesting. This is so interesting. So basically, this was like the bodyguards of the, of the Roman Catholic Church that would go out there and do the... Uh, to do the bidding of the Pope. Exactly. Exactly. So interesting, man. So interesting. I had to switch positions to plug. I was about to lose uh, my power. I've been there, dude. Don't even get me started on these power cords. <laughs> right. So, you know, uh, black nobility maintains secrecy and operate behind the scenes, kept their names relatively unknown compared to the royals. Yes. In 1870, the Kingdom of Italy invaded Rome and overthrew the Pope and papal states that were controlled by the black noble families. Uh, the Pope Pius IV, uh, or ninth, yeah, the ninth, thank you, locked himself in the vacuum for 59 years. 59 years? 59 years and wow. rejected authority of the new Italian government. The families that helped manage those papal state kept the gates to uh, the palaces in Rome closed during those times. And they earned them the black nobility by modern people. These, these, these families go way back. The, the youngest of the black nobility uh, goes back to 1290 AD. The oldest black nobility goes back to 900 AD. The competition is the, uh, there. Let me see without the O R S I N I family is the one who held more roles in the Vatican and is said to be the most powerful for its longest. It would make more sense. If the old family are behind the most creepy shit. I agree with that. 
I mean, they go way back, dude. I mean, these people have had power from way back. And if you, you know, read the story of Jesus, who put Jesus, you know, people hate when I say this, but like, dude, it wasn't the Romans who killed Jesus, who had him killed. It was the bankers that had him killed. They were charging interest rates. He didn't like that. And if you take a look at what the world's going on right now, right? I mean, dude, we are crip- we are being crippled by interest rates from international banking organizations. Those interest rates go high, man. Yeah. You want a car, you got to get fucked. Yeah, dude. <laughs> it's so true, dude. I mean, like, there's these fam- – yeah, they're all the popes, man. It is so interesting. So interesting, dude. So you're a lizard person guy. You're into lizard people? I'm aware of them. I'm aware of them. I'm not into them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you never found one attractive? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> so what would you be your explanation of lizards, people? That there's this whole saying the reptilians, they're made by the people who run basically the simulation to control us because we're energy packets, energy, uh, we're, we're kind of batteries for them. They feed off our energy. The lizard people like to keep us in, sa- in sadness and sorrow because they feed off that energy. What are your thoughts on that? Right. Well, I would affirm those things. When we study uh, like ancient traditions, you know, of different cultures around the world, you study uh, like the Titanogamy, the Clash of the Titans, Greek, Roman mythology. There's a consistent theme that there are uh, like rebel beings or rebel type entities that are imprisoned in the earth, you know, and uh, that, you know, there was like a what you might say, a, 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 a war in the heavens, you know, or intergalactic battle that, you know, was the cause of their imprisonment. Right. Oh, interesting. And uh, we're kind of in the middle of this thing, you know. Uh, I think ultimately they want to escape. And their primary motive for interacting with humanity is to manipulate us into working against our own best interests. Create the environment and the conditions necessary for their escape. And that's where like Antarctica, the ice ice caps melting, uh, you know, I think that's a big, a big thing of, you know, why that's really relevant now. Like why is Antarctica becoming relevant where you have uh, different popes, right? The, uh, uh, Pope of the, you know, Eastern Orthodox Church. Oh, yeah. There recently, John Kerry was down there. Obama was down there. Other heads of state, you know. Yeah, why are they going to Antarctica? Well, I think it's tied into these uh, inner earth beings, right? I wouldn't call them lizard people per se because... I don't know if that would be a, a, 
if that's the most accurate label, right? But uh, they're inner earth beings. So when it melts, so, they get to come out type of bullshit? Is, is, that, is, is that what it is? Is that why you're, they're saying that's why it's melting? I think that's where I think that's where it's headed. That when that ice cap uh, shatters to a certain degree, which we're accelerating through uh, global warming, you know, climate change, whatever you want to call it. Uh, yeah, it's gonna release. It's gonna open the door to Amenta or the underworld, Hades, Tartarus, whatever you want to call it, you know, and. Uh, some of the characters down there, I don't know if we want to really be dealing with. You know? Yeah, for sure, man. For yeah. sure. Like, how many religions have stories of demons in the center of the earth? I mean, what a great way to, like, say it without saying it. You know? I mean, like, look at the, like, the Vatican, man. You, we see it. Like, the, their, their auditorium is the head of a snake. Hmm. There's a lizard uh, person that's a giant statue there. Right. I mean, like, they don't even hide that stuff. And not to say anything, but you know how, like, uh, humans are scared of snakes or stuff or lizards right yeah. from the bat? Like, I if hate you put snakes, it, yeah, if you dude. put it to, to a baby, instantly you get scared. Monkeys fucking get yeah. terrified. So, I mean, it could go back to that. I'm afraid of, dude, alligators and crocodiles for sure, dude. For I have, like, a weird phobia of, like, crocodiles, you sharks. See one? Uh, yeah, dude. Yeah. They freak me out. And they're way faster than anybody thinks. They're way faster. I mean, like, what's the end game, do you think? Or do we get thrown into slavery? Do we end up... What actually ends up happening, do you believe? Well, it's a good question. <clears throat> and, well, first off, we have to know that through our own free will, the power is still in our hands. Well, yeah, I, d I think people don't realize that. Yeah, in spite of, you know, how things look. Right? We're in the information age. So, you know, like what we're talking about now, it, you know, some might call it far out or whatever, but it's really becoming like common awareness for a lot of people, man, that, you know, on different levels, yeah, you know, for sure, man, aware of this type of information. It might not be exactly what we're talking about tonight, but you know, some angle, some connection, they're opening their minds up to it. And that gives us, you know, with awareness comes the empowerment to make right decisions, you know? One thing I, I think we have to do is really advocate the uh, discharging of polarity around nation, race, and tongue. I couldn't you know? agree more, dude. I, they, Where, use, they use that to make us fight with each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have to, uh, you know, I'm not saying uh, lose your cultural or ethnic identity but this discharge any polarity that you know polar opposition you feel that your ethnic group has against the next one for whatever reason historic or you know 
yeah, we got to discharge some polarities because uh, we are at a time to where everyone has to take responsibility for their condition and their reality. You I, know, for sure. And, and you you look at this, man. I mean, like the the biggest thing they have to get keep going is this illusion that you know we have saying all this stuff because their system is set up so that we feed into it and they reap the benefits of it. But if someone stops and goes, hey, dude, this doesn't make any sense, and the system stops, they are screwed. There is a very few of them and a whole lot of us. And this fighting between us, between man and woman, straight and gay, black, white, Hispanic, Asian, and when we, we really have so much more in common than we do, than we have different. And it's, that's the theme we need to get together. But the mainstream media is never going to let you do that. The scariest thing they could ever have is like people come together. Martin Luther King was shot when he started talking about class, class wars, and the poor, and the poor white, and the poor black. That's when he, that they took him out, when he was starting to get people to rally together. There's actually a very famous story, and I forget his, his name, but where a Black Panther pulled aside some Klan's guy and go, listen, dude, this is what's going on. And people started getting together. And boom, that's when they fucking kneecapped that dude. Mm. We're fighting with each we other. We all have something in common. We have more than what we think. We're dude, all the same I've traveled people. the world, man. The world. And I've realized we are more alike than we are different. People just want to have a drink. Have some laugh, get laid once in a while, and feed their family. You know what I'm saying? That's what everybody wants. People keep thinking these the Mexicans want to come here because great. They're coming here because we've destabilized their entire country and their whole region. Yeah, Trump makes it seem like these like like Mexicans are at Home Depot trying to trying to get together to bomb something. It's like yeah, they're just trying, trying to work. Make any they're sense? Not, yeah, they're not here. They're just chilling. The, the truth is, man. Is that these, and that's what they say these reptilians, their jobs are, is to keep us fighting with each other. Because yes. God is in all of us. We are God. They are God. We have God inside us. They do not. And their job is mm. to keep us miserable. So we can't all come together. And this is, like Raz said, a, an awakening. This is a time of an awakening. The internet has given us the knowledge of the elites. And we are seeing more and more the games are being played on us. And it's harder and harder for them to pull their old tricks. Yeah, because we can communicate. Back then we couldn't. Only they had the pigeons. Yeah. Only rich people could communicate easily. I mean, dude, the, the, Imagine. Under, the, under the Catholic Church is a library with some of the most insane knowledge that they've kept. I mean, I believe at one time it was impo- you weren't allowed to read the Bible. They keep the knowledge to themselves. Knowledge is power. Misinformation is meant to stop you. Like they always say people are dumb now. People aren't dumb. They're not more dumb. They're just saturated with useless knowledge. Fucking cats. Cat videos. Cat, cat videos. Who, who's the fucking. Kardashians dating? You know, Dude, I can't stand my girl. Her and those fucking shows, Vanderbilt Pump. For them. Women I sit love there and I'm like, wow, these it's people just are idiots. Plain crack. It's just crack, and they yeah. love it. And I st- and, and I'll sit there watching sometimes, and I'll I'll ask that super question. Well, why are they fighting? Look like, at, I, now I care. I'm who like, they fuck. promote? Who they promote as our musicians? Who they put on TV? 
They're promoting, they want you, monkey see, monkey do. You know? Instead of doing independent artists who have a, a word and say, I mean, look at what hip, look at what happened to hip hop. It went from this positive, like I, you know, you watch the Run DMC, like who shot uh, DJ Jazzy Jeff? I mean, uh, DJ uh, Jeff. D, uh, excuse me. The DJ for Run DMC. Flunk Master Flex. Yeah. When they, that? No. no, it's it's what? Man, what is it? No. Am I the whitest guy in the fucking world right now? It's. They would know who the DJ is. Okay, it's three white guys in a room with two white guys. <laughs> Anyways, that when Run DMC had a hard time is when Gangster Rap had gotten put. You talking about uh, Jam Master J? Yeah, Jam there Master J. Thank you, Voice of Reason. <laughs> Jam Master J. You know they pushed out all that positive music and pushed in, you know, the gang banging music. You know, right after. Dude, right at right boom. after it was Run DMC, and then you get Tupac. Yeah, and, and they went right to it. And those guys are great artists, you know. But there's a reason why they got the platform that they got, and it's done on purpose to keep us fighting because these motherfucking lizard people. <laughs> you know, it's these lizard people. That man. in global warming, I didn't know that. That's that was. Dude, they're gonna release them. They're gonna it's release like some, them, almost like, like the zombies. Movie. Like I just feel like it's right? like a movie. Like no, all the zombies. Superman. Yeah. When those those like the mean guys are in that cube, that crystal, and it explodes, and then they release them. Fuck. Yeah. We were weird times. Weird times. For real. For real, Very. dude. Are you ever out in L.A., my friend? Uh. Not as often as I would like. Well, if you ever come out, I would love for you to. I would love to hang out, buy you a coffee or a beer, chit chat anytime. Okay. Looking forward to it. And I'm if I'm ever in Philly, I'd love to uh, powwow sometime, man. Go. I heard you say you're gonna be in New Jersey. Yeah, I'm in. I'm in New Jersey. I'm in uh, White. I'm in Morris Plains. Morris Plains. Hmm. Yeah. Well, that's not good. <laughs> no, nah, I gotta see. It might not be too far. That's just, it might it might just be right across the river. You if know? it is, dude, please come on there one night. I'd love to meet you. I love your vibe, dude, and I love the whole. I mean, this has been great, dude. I love like, dude, lizard people. Are they're there, man? And they're shady, and they don't have feelings, and they're all part of this pain and suffering that's out there from the cold blooded you know, fuckers. The you know the so state. so what what are you doing in Morris Plains? Uh, Dropping truth bombs, my friend. I'm doing jokes, dude. Uh, yeah, man. Right. I like, you know, and it's a wonderful time to be a comic. I really think political correctness is just getting snuffed out. And I think people want the real, man. And that's why this show has resonated with so many people. Because they know, to our best ability, that we are doing the best to get the information out. You think I it's going to swing? You know how political correctness like this? You think it'll go it's the other die, way? Yep. And then here fucking yep. comes Sam and he hits a fucking yep. hits him right on the head? I mean, dude, you watch it in comedy, man. Yeah, the people they have on television, those things. But I think those, less and less people are watching that. What you now are getting like, like network television is just like trust fund kids entertaining dumb people. And it's its own weird niche. And yeah, it's a big niche. But the okay. truth well, but people it's smaller. out there. It's getting smaller, that niche. Yeah. And they hate it. Dude, they, they call me real. they call me asking to get cable. 
Yeah. Now they call me. They're like, hey, we got this fucking deal. And I'm like, no, thank you. Yeah, Get dude. the fuck out of here. I, I used to call them. I listen to that, dude. I, don't, I can't relate to anything on the mainstream media. It means nothing to me. Because we have people out there, like my man Ross, out there fu- to, doing the truth, man. There's way more interesting things in the world than Russian collusion. Huh. You know what I've learned doing this show? That there's, that there's not a bunch of people out there that hate me because of my freedoms. They're not out there wanting to blow up my world. They're not doing any of it. And that the people who are telling me that are probably the real terrorists. And the real ones doing all that. And they're probably lizard people, all right? And they're <laughs> out there, and they're just doing shady stuff. And that the, you know, Muslims, Jews, Christians, Catholics, Buddhists, people just want to live their life, man. Those, no, those groups are, are bad people. It's just bad apples who come together, who use these religions as masks to just wage war and get us to fight with each other. Yep. We have in, like we said last time, we got more in common with them yeah. than they believe. Dude, I'm telling you, man, we have way more in common. You, you know, you see the bad pre- Islamic phobia in the news. Yes, there are some bad people out there. And some of them are Muslims, just like any uh, a group, dude. Bad Christians everywhere. Everywhere. But, dude, if you look at what, like, the Jesuits have done, you know, I mean, they've taken out moderate Muslims and put an extreme Muslims into those nations. So, of course, the crazies are going to come out. The moderates, are, are, we don't give them a chance. People just want to be happy. That's it. Right? I mean, when they be make happy, fun of Philadelphia the sports fans, they're not that bad. Are they that bad? Uh, yeah, they're that bad. <laughs> <laughs> You're a G, man. Well, ma'am, I've had nothing but a pleasure having you on. Roz, we have to have you on again. We'll, we'll get you on. What, what other things do you like to talk about? I want to hear about your book. Would you? Is there maybe another time we can have you on? We could talk the uh, Philadelphia experiment. That's a that's an amazing story right there. Oh yeah, I'd love to. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, uh, I mean, my primary works uh, is centered around therapeutic use of crystals and sacred stones. Really? Yeah, and I'm a, a, a reflexologist. Uh, Reiki practitioner, uh, stress management, uh, holistic wellness provider. Uh, uh, my first book is called Rocks of Ages. And, you know, that's kind of what it looks at. It's there, you know, uh, therapeutic use of crystals and sacred stones, kind of from a culture perspective, you know. And, uh, Yeah, but you know, I'm 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 just kind of open. I've been a lifelong learner, so I study a lot of topics. I have done a little research on the Star Nations, you know. Got some uh, presentations on them. You could check out a lot of my videos. My uh, YouTube channel is Rossben188, and uh, my website is Rossben.com. R-A-S-B-E-N.com. So you could check out my works there, you know? And uh well like I say, this latest one, Great Mystery Philadelphia, is one I'm very excited about. I think it's uh very relevant for these times. You know. Uh 
why it's called Great Mystery Philadelphia, because when you penetrate the mysteries here in Philadelphia, it reveals so many other mysteries that we see out here, man. It's the key, the key to overstanding a lot of shit that we see, right? The keys to it is right here in this city, you know? Uh, yeah, that's 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 what I deal with, you know. You're a G, dude. I appreciate you, man. You have wonderful vibes. You got great energy, man. He's like the most relaxed dude I've seen. He's yeah, chilling. He's wonderful. Got no worries. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I prepared myself well. Yeah, you know dude. For sure, my friend. <laughs> For sure. Well, it was an honor to meet you. It was a wonderful I talk. I got fired down there in Philly, we huh? Tried to tackle. Hey, dude, let me just tell you something. Nobody knows anything about the black nobility. And you know what? You've known more than anybody I've ever talked to. Yeah, we asked the, we asked a good amount of people who who were down for black nobility. No, nope, no. Nobody they knew all it. And on dude, it. you saved the day, man. And it was a wonderful discussion. And I hope our crowd loved it and our listeners. And dude, I'm gonna get back to you very quick about getting on and talking to some crystals. I love all that stuff, dude. I'm into all that. All I right. I better be all right. right. Raspen, thank you, buddy. Much love to you, sir. Uh, good luck to the Eagles in the uh, in the playoff games, my friend. I will... Eagles, yes, I. All right, you're a G, Back. dude. I take care, guys. Thank you so much for uh, go to the website tinfoilhatpodcast.com and uh, check out the shirts and all that stuff. And we love you very much. And we always love to hear your feedback. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye, Ben. You're a man, dude. Take care, buddy. All right, respect. Foil, foil, hat, 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 hat,